Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. Well, here it is, episode four. And we are in the home stretch. We can see it leading up. And let me tell you, we are a long way from home, Toto, as our agents follow a lead that takes them to Chicago. Who's this lead? I'm glad you asked, but I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to spoil it for you in the intro. And if you didn't find out in the last episode, then you better get your ass back to episode three and find out what's been going on. And if you want to know what's been going on before all of this, then head on over to our website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com and get caught up on all of our episodes. Hell, you can find all of our episodes on any one of the the notarized podcast apps, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google, all those other things. And you can even listen to them on YouTube at Roll the Hard 20. Don't forget, if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. You know, it's I, I say it on every intro, and God knows I record a lot of these intros, but it is always so nice to be sitting again with the hard slingers of yore. You know, it's just it's funny when you've been playing uh, role-playing games with people that you've known for 35 years, if not longer at this point in our age. Uh, and there's almost a shorthand that goes along with it. And it's, it's we played D- Dungeons and Dragons and we played other RPG games together in the past. And it's nice to be playing a game like Delta Green. Dennis, you've done, a, you've done a wonder with this game. I know Shane, Ivy, and you've had a few other collaborators with this game, but uh, you guys really knocked it out of the park with this game. So, I'm not going to waste any more time. Warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Episode 4 of our Sweetness Run Through. Please enjoy. One more after this. Oh, no. <laughs> your demise. <laughs> Write my times down. Yeah. What you got going on later today, Brother Town? Well, um, pretty much nothing. I think I'm going to take the rest of the day off and actually stop working. I think uh, I might, we get the pool chores done and I, I might work on the tea brew with Antonio and get a couple things done on it. Other than that, you know, just... Lazy Saturday, tomorrow at O Dark 30, Antonio's got to go to the Sheriff Explorer's um, pre-academy meeting. So I got to drop him off at 7 in the morning. Your kid's a badass, dude. Pardon me? Your kid's a badass. I love all that shit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's, he's doing good. He's setting himself up for success. I really wish I would have done the same when I was his age, but... Uh, yeah. He's a lot like his grandpa. I don't know what happened to his old man, but, his, you know. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So uh, he's doing good. He's setting himself up pretty well. Speaking of sons, Ryder, how's Gavin doing? You said, you know, he's always asking for money, but how's he doing at school? He's doing well. He's uh, doing really well. In fact, he's uh, getting ready to go to Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach. Right. So six foot one now or something. He's just he's taller than I am now. That's what I mean. You're like, you're like five awesome. eleven or six, Fucking right? Crazy. Yeah, I was, I'm six one. So he's like six one point. Two five, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, either that. What or I wouldn't Flo- give to be five the, foot ten. The Floridian <laughs> sun has crushed me, the whole dog, <laughs> the crusher. <laughs> When's he graduate? Who knows? He just found another 
girlfriend. I almost said something else. <laughs> when did you graduate from thirteenth grade? <laughs> hey, you're drinking booze, Tone. Booze Tone. Cheers, brothers. Hi. Cheers, brothers. Uh, wait, here to go. It's in the can. There we go. There we go. Cheers. <laughs> See, Tone and I are drinking the same thing. It's almost like we're sitting around the same table. Yeah. yeah. Ironically. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> You know, uh, this this illness is just like taking me down. I apologize to all the listeners that have had her have to have heard me grunt <laughs> and and wheeze and shit. But it's uh it's basically taken all my energy and pulled it right out of my starfish. So dude, I went into town yesterday to get the supplies and I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit, dude, I hope I don't catch nothing. <laughs> I haven't seen everyone anyone for two weeks. Dude, it's crazy. Wow. So are we ready to start? episode four born ready yeah, man are oh. you doing just the video or sorry just the audio too or are we doing video we're doing video excellent i've been trying yeah. not to pick my nose on camera but who knows you know what i'm not going to go through four or five hours worth of episodes to uh to pick fly shit out of pepper and stuff like that so just be on your goods and we're going to have a good time and if people put my dick hurt, away all if right. people get butt hurt, we are sorry, <laughs> but uh, we're running it. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to episode four of our Delta Green Scenario Sweetness, and with me, the hard slingers of your tone dog. Let's get you know, the sweetness. Actually, before we begin, there's a little bit of business I got to drop. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Tiana Red Hansen. She runs another Delta Green uh, podcast that I listen to regularly. Give them a listen over at the Redacted Reports. Uh, she hooked me up with some music uh, that I will be using for this because even though the music I use, I want to use other music too. And I really like what they produce over there. They deserve any notoriety that they get. That being said, though, you can't beat this logo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, brother Sammy. Fucking artist around town. Hi, right, brother. Thank you, Samwise. I appreciate Aye. it. Hey, man, $5 and a warm beer. That's all it took, you know? <laughs> and I'll get that five bucks out <laughs> to you as soon as I can. Beer, warm beer. <laughs> so last episode, you guys had left the Bernier residence. You guys went and found a green box that your previous case uh handler heisenberg told you about that was local to the area while you were there <clears throat> he had run a, a background check on the bernier family and told you about the ex-wife sarah garrison who lives in chicago and he had purchased tickets for each of you to get your asses over there and you guys were left with a conundrum as to whether or not to go and deal with her after you had just procured all these items from their green box or to go back to the Bernier residence and deal with whatever's there. We got to save kitty cat. Right now, it's probably about 6.15 after you guys had gone and policed up all the stuff. You guys are still at the green box just outside of it. What would you like to do? Travel to the airport. Yeah. Take on okay. a trip to Chi-Town, oh, I guess. Wait, before we disconnect with Heisenberg, I wanted to tell him that our contact's name is Anna and that she gave me a burner phone. And then I want to ask him if he wants to talk with her or is that 
verboten. Did she give you a last name? No. Okay. Chances are Anna is her real first name, but she didn't give you another name. I want you to do me a favor, Adesso. Do not tell her that you spoke with me. Let me try to Got work it. something on my end, but don't tell her about the green box and don't tell her about going to Chicago and try to keep my name off the radar. Will do. She, I give her a physical description of her, what she looked like. The only other thing she gave us was the phone, the identification with the suits, and a laptop. And laptop's got nothing on it except these three files. Where's PDF. the laptop now? Laptops the with car? Those. Ditch the laptop. Got it. You guys are at a, a community recycling center, if you follow my drift. Understood. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> we ditched the laptop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, laptop's gone. We take our firearms and such with us. Uh, each has got the flashlight, some other things, and uh, flashlight, knife, uh, nine millimeter. Yeah. The uh, we'll take the flares too, and then we're gonna lock all this stuff in the trunk once we get to the airport. Okay. So you get to the airport put all the stuff in the trunk. You really don't have a carry-on either. I mean, everything else just, was back at the hotel. Just Odessa. Right? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you're just going to leave everything in the trunk then, right? The flares. Is there an ATM at the um, airport? I'm certain there is. I'm trying to pull out some cash on the card. Ooh, okay. No, wait, never mind. I don't want to do that. Track us, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. What are you doing with that? So our family's in danger, and you're sitting there getting money to buy duty free. Well, that was that another too. thing. Heisenberg <laughs> had mentioned that you needed to get your loved ones to safety with somebody that you trusted. Yeah, well, that's taken care of. Yeah, let's follow well, up on that just to ensure that they are taken care of. Yeah, you need to find out from your lady and all that if it happens. I know my people are fine, but yeah, I'll your make lady a was called to Santa. <laughs> see what she has to say. Phone rings two, three times. Eventually, it picks up. Polly. Moshi, moshi. <laughs> moshi, moshi. Polly, you okay? Sorry. Yeah, what, what's going on here? Nothing's I've got some people on. that showed up at the house. They said they're they're friends of your friend, somebody named Ichimaru. That is correct. There's been they a uh... took me and Joaquim out of the house by force. I, uh. I mean they. Well, what's this about lingerie? <laughs> <laughs> this was a there's this is just a routine thing. There's been a breach in the department. At Holy, work. there is nothing routine about this. No, I told I yes, of course, sweetie. There is a nothing routine about this. However, the, the, the protocols in place are routine. This is nothing out of the ordinary. It's just going to be a little bit of inconvenience for a couple of days while we're getting out. There's been a leak. We're fixing it. Just relax, take care of Joaquin. Everything's going to be fine. You tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your dad, I miss him. And I'll miss, and of course, I miss you. If you have any problems or questions, um, give a call. Although I'm, I may be out of contact because of the nature of what we're doing, but just be cool. Do what they tell you. You're going to be, you're in very, very good hands. Okay. 
Paulie, when you get back, you and I, we're going to have to have a talk. You're going to have to disclose to me exactly what it is you do when you go away. Because I don't know if I can handle this anymore. We'll talk when I get back. And the line just goes silent. <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> I know. Love Paulie's you, sweetie. Like, talk to you soon. Oh, oh yeah, I love you too. Hold on, each. Uh, yeah, I love you too, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too. I love you yeah. too, Lucy. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that ratchets up his stress level quite a bit. Wonderful. We're going to have a talk. And you know what that means. Yeah. She's going to have a talk. You're going to listen. <laughs> Boy. <Yeah. clears throat> So you guys board the plane a few minutes down the road. It takes about an hour and a half and you guys find yourself in Chicago. I'm assuming that's about how long it takes, maybe two and a half hours. Touchdown. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's probably close to nine o'clock at night by the time you guys leave the airport. I'm assuming that you want to hail an Uber or how do you want to get out of the airport? Yeah, uh, it'd probably be better shuttle. to have a car. Yeah. Tell me what yeah. you want to do. Let's get a. Well, we don't have no a, money to rent a car. As a matter of fact, we have a bill no for right uh, We better hang out and wait for high. Well, well we have whatever money is on our on our person, right? But how, I. Give me in two. In all honesty, I've never used an Uber, so I don't know how to do it. Roll two d tens. <laughs> okay. Seventy one. You have seventy one bucks on you. 43 and that's what you have well all right then with our whopping hundred and some odd dollars not good at math uh we could probably get a cab to somewhere meanwhile i checked the phone to see if heisenberg left us a message because maybe he can give us another care package or steers toward a care package and then uh, get us something to I, I agree with uh with each we really should rent a car it gives us a lot of freedom and mobility any messages from heisenberg while we were in flight well, it's the new episode. Let's do another luck roll. All righty. Is that a 20? Yes, it is. Eight. Four. 18. Nope, 19. You ha. see a message on your phone. Yeah. It tells you an address. It's someplace in the lower district next to the airport. Two eight eight four three Lasby Lane Mailbox C. Okay. All right. Let's get a cab. We'll take a cab to this location. I tell you each what's going on. We've got a message. This is what it is. You find yourselves in front of an abandoned complex, abandoned apartment complex. You see out front that there are those old, uh, like bronze. Uh, mail doors mm. you know the whole panel there's probably like 30 of them there you know, a b c d actually there's 26 of them <laughs> let's, let's go with that <laughs> and you see mailbox c the door is closed is it a key or a combo it's probably a key back in the Punch day should open or key. we don't have anything to pry with do we let's try opening it Try there's, all, there's all kinds. It's locked. Oh, there's all kinds of debris and shit lying around. Well, let's just search around the debris and maybe, just maybe, somebody's hidden a key. 
you find a screwdriver. <laughs> Good enough. That's key. If That's I can hotwire a car with that, I can open a damn lock. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you ram this thing in the lock, pop this thing loose, and you see inside are two folds of bills. Awesome. There's five twenties, five hundreds, and two fifties. Outstanding. <clears throat> I split up the money with each. All right, cool. So now we've got about five hundred and you know, how much? Can you say that again, Ryder? Five hundreds, five twenties, and two fifties. So seven hundred dollars each, right? Or is it total seven hundred? You say seven hundred each or seven hundred each? Total. Okay. Yeah. That's just to cover right. his ass because he yeah. did the math wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's a lawyer, not no mathematician. Nope. So you got seven hundred dollars of cold hard cash in there. Okay. Anything else in there? No. Okay. Cab driver. Screwdriver. Cab driver is still waiting. Awesome. We'll get back in the car and uh, let's have him take us to the location of this lady's address. Did okay. you hear? I'll keep the screwdriver too, Ryder. I did hear yeah. that. Okay. Awesome. Who's tapping back there? Sorry, that was me. So seven hundred dollars and a rusty screwdriver. Awesome. That's a it's a good screwdriver. Sounds like a good <laughs> night. I got to tell you a story. Nah, 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 nah. Let me, let me fire about that. <laughs> this is a little off beaten. Uh, when I was at work, this a couple weeks ago. This old bum comes up to me, and he wants to borrow a pair of pliers. I said, "Sorry, I, I don't lend my tools out." He's like, well, maybe you could lend me a, a pair of a rusted pair of pliers. I said, sorry, dude, I don't own any rusty tools. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> you know, I guess the bums in that area they they they'll take your tools and steal them and sell them for whatever. Yeah. So a rusty screwdriver. What is that? Vodka, orange juice, and Tabasco sauce. Ooh, that's a good dude. one. Doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad at orange all. Orange juice and Tabasco. I don't know, man. Sweet and spicy. Mm -hmm. So you guys make your way to the apartment. Is that what you guys are doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking vodka, orange juice, and a, and a small, you know, a quarter tablespoon of cayenne. Okay. It's probably close to 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> and it's damn day. cold. Okay. As you, this Uber driver, did you, Uber or a, or a cab? Do they probably even have a cab. Uber back probably then? a cab. Yeah. This cab brings you close to the Rose Hill apartments. You see it's just a shitty rundown neighborhood with trash pushed against the street curbs. Cabrini cars green. that yeah, cars litter both sides of the narrow road, most of which have some kind of damage that the owners probably felt more like just uh felt better about spending the payout rather than actually getting the car itself repaired. You tip your cab driver get out of the cab he takes off as you walk up to the apartment building you see exterior glass doors grant access to hallways that lead to all apartment entrances and you could hear people yelling from within their domiciles you hear angry men and crying women and hungry kids complaining and you see at the back of the lobby that there's an elevator and there's also we, a side door that leads to a stairwell. Do we know what floor or at? Do we have all that? Yeah, we do have all that. She is on third floor, number 311. Good job, brother. 
take those notes love Damn it right <clears throat> so yeah well let's let i i tell each he's on the third floor i say we take the stairs sure okay stairwell opens up raise a musty smell of like bo and used diapers that just mm -hmm. emanate from this this enclosed stairwell as it Chicago. takes you, yeah it takes it. you up to the third <laughs> takes you up to the third floor get out open up the door onto the hallway and it's just this long dirty dimly lit hallway you see that the they try to carpet the rug or carpet the hallway and it just it's that tacky sticky kind of stuff because there's so much garbage has been spilt on this stuff and as you make your way to Garrison's studio apartment or what was supposedly her apartment it's obvious even from the hallway that something is not right you get a strong smell of rotting food that's detectable from outside of apartment 311 the door knock locked. on the door no answer Put my ear to the and door. And my screwdriver. We'll get to that. I'll put my ear on the door. Do I hear anything? Uh, go ahead and make a... Uh, perception check? Uh, it's not a perception check, though. It is something else. And I totally lost my... Uh, make it a an alertness. Ugh. Probably should have each do it. Okay, yeah, I, I don't it. hear anything. I made it by 13. Yeah, I got you a 76. I didn't hear anything. You don't hear anything inside. So I say each. Check it out. Door locked? It is locked. No longer. Not for long. <laughs> we got a screwdriver, uh, man. Yeah, like what's the situation? Deadbolts or regular lock or it's just a regular lock. It looks that there's a deadbolt as well, but it it looks very rusted. Okay. Um I'll try to uh, pry open where possible, giving okay. it a thrust against the door. Why don't you make a strength check? Yeah. Just saying I don't condone this. We should not be breaking into a private citizen's house. <laughs> um, who's telling me that? Each the criminal or Sammy the artist? Uh, just saying uh, in general. Uh, I do not approve of that. We don't have a warrant. This is not official. Um, so, okay, my strength is well, 14. As you as you're okay what do i need to roll you it's it's 14 times five there's okay, gonna be a says, number that's so it says 70 yeah okay you, you need, need to roll, roll under 70? 70 yeah 71. <laughs> you got a doubloon well, wait. <laughs> oh, wait no i got i got an italian man here that probably uh, outweighs me he's gonna smash against it yeah can Polly try go for it i got us i got a strength of 12 so uh under 60. Uh, Polly got a 41. 44. Hey, well, let go, fire plug. Yeah, 44. So you, you put your shoulder into it, take that screwdriver, did. and pop the lock. You hear the door pop inwards. And you see that the door opens onto a darkened apartment. Any lights on? Or are there a light switch by the door? There is a light switch by the door. I click it on. Click it on. Immediately, you can tell that this apartment is a wreck. Flights. Flights. Flies swarm about the whole area on the piles of fast food. 
bags that are just sitting about the, the area. You see rotten food on a table that has two chairs. One of the chairs is missing. You see a half-consumed two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola just congelling in the corner on this dirty carpet where half of it must have spilled out, just stuck to the ground. There's filth everywhere from what you can tell. Tell me what you would like to look at. Okay. Uh, does it appear like anybody's there? Or has anybody been there recently? It's really difficult to tell because of the level of filth and disgust that's there. I mean, it, it would it would boggle your mind that anybody would willingly be here. But then again, who knows? I mean, the lights were off. The door was locked. But when you open it up there... It, anything yeah. like dead human no you don't smell any decomp and this but was... it is it's a studio type apartment there's no there's a seal like a, a segregated area for a, a restroom you see that, that there's a open? what's that brother well you said a segregated area i'm sorry I, I said door i shouldn't have does it look like there's anybody there no the door's open to the to the restroom area you see the toilet with a stand-up shower there's no bath in this area with a sink you see that there's a mattress that's thrown against the corner. Nobody home. It doesn't look like anybody's home. Any drawings or things or markings on the wall? Yeah. As you're you looking around... Check underneath stuff, too. Okay. You see that there's a, a dirty window against the west wall that has a view of Graceland Cemetery and beyond it, Lake Michigan. But on the wall right next to the window is a map of the Eastern United States. Anything marked on it? I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> Carefully marked with thumbtacks and strings in intervals heading southeast, first towards Indiana and then Kentucky as it continues going down. By the time you see the marks get to Tennessee, the tracking becomes more erratic and is no longer marked with thumbtacks, but scribbled in red pen. After that, it, it ceases to be updated. It's as though it, it just it be, didn't become a, a priority of the author by the time it got to Alabama. And then you see at the bottom, in a tightly written pilot marker, is a bizarre scrawling, a scrawl in writing right below all this, the map. And it says, the door, the key, the keyhole all the same open the way for me now the living the dead the dying all the same open the way for me now praises to yog sathoth praises to his name open the way for me now and i'm going to send you this thing all well, he takes a picture of the map and then sends it to heisenberg And it should be there right now. <clears throat> A few moments later, you hear... <clears throat> Polly, your phone is buzzing. I answer. Adesso. Adesso. Where are you right now? Or in the apartment of the ex-wife. 
Garrison's apartment. Correct. What else have you found besides this? Uh, this is it so far. I haven't seen anything else. We're we're still looking. We we've been here keep, less than a minute. Keep me on the line. Yeah. Me on I'll start looking under beds. Check Put the bathroom. Speaker until yeah. each. Yeah. Each as you're looking know. around, you you see what Paulie's indicating as far as the map of the United States with these erratic marks. You see this little post-it that that he found beneath it, and then as you look to the left, you see that there's this small little nook table. One of the chairs is gone. There's only one chair there, and you see a pile of bills on this thing. Like money bills or expense bills? Expense bills. Do you have an accounting? Do you have accounting? Um, let's see. Um, Polly does. He's got a 10% chance. I also have a 10. Yeah. Let's go and make that roll. 85. No clueless. Just okay. a bit outside. Yeah. You're not really certain what all these bills pertain to. They're not uh, normal bills like you know electricity, gas, garbage, water. There Any are for there Florida? are those. Uh, you could tell though. There's big red stamps on them that say past due, overdue. But yet she paid the rent. There is overdue. that. Um, you see though that there is one bill for a storage facility that's close by, and it Address? is not past due. It is not overdue. It is not late. And it says unit 31 lock them up self storage 3306 north kedzie avenue gotcha any keys around in the area in the in the house well, let's take a search let's just search see if we can find anything and we do we have to have a specific objective for our search or just that is, your specific that is your specific objective. Go ahead and make your search based on that. Looking Ooh, for keys. Right on. Zero one. Damn. Zero one. Damn, brother. Zero zero nine. Hey, man, we are good today. <laughs> is that zero nine zero tone or zero zero nine? No, I got a zero one. Uh, Which one's your that ten? Yeah, on my tens. On my okay. D10s. So you both are looking for something that may pertain to this lock em up storage facility, and you do not find anything at all. Waste of a roll. Do we find anything else? Anything else of interest that we would consider to be pertaining to our investigation? Nothing other than what you found on the table. You hear Heisenberg say, can you tell me when it looks like the last time she was there? Well, let's open the fridge, see if there's any recent food. Ooh, fly buzzes out. You see that there's a carton of milk in there that actually looks like it's still current, unbelievably. And it's still got a good current date of by maybe eight days left to it. Any sort of answering machine or anything like that in the house? No. Okay. In fact, all Our you see is you see anything? empty plugs along the walls, including the outlet for the uh, for a phone line. You don't even see a computer in the place. Okay. So it looks like she hasn't been here for a while, I tell Heisenberg. There is some milk that's still current in the fridge, but she could have been here within a week, maybe seven days, six days, nine days. 
given the shelf life of milk. It's got a week left on it, so. What else have you found? We found an invoice for a storage facility in the area. Give me Milkies, the name. And that's the only bill that she's got that's current. Give me the name. Lock them up storage at 3306 North Kedzie Avenue, unit number 31. <laughs> unit 31. Yeah. It says it's paid up. Yeah. Okay. Let's get there, I guess. Let me know when you get there. Yep. Hail another cab. Let's hail another cab and have us take us to the local Home Depot. We'll buy a set of uh, universal keys, otherwise known as a bolt cutter. And uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go to the uh, storage facility. So make a... Uh, let me see what I want to have you make here. Make a SIG intent. SIG intent. Check. SIG intent can do. My SIG intent is under 40. And we are looking at a 47. God damn. Why don't you make the same thing each? I have no SIG int at all. Okay. Jeez, man. Use a coin. You don't want to burn that, though. Do we? Well, it's been. I don't. We've done four episodes. This is our third episode, third or fourth. Maybe it's time. Third. Up to you. I'd rather you got do one, it. I got one. The... How about I burn this coin on this one? Okay. All right. I'd rather do it when I'm in the mouth of sweetness. So that gives you another 10% to it then. So that would have been a pass. Okay. All right. You realize that when Heisenberg hangs up, that he actually called with a callback number. Ah. So you sloppy. have a way of getting in touch with him. All right. Heisenberg, can you call us a cab? <laughs> You're a cab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I say we go to, all right, we're going to, we go to a Home Depot. Okay. Buy a pair of bolt cutters and uh, anything else. We Hold think on we a second. Need. Hold on a second. So as you're leaving her apartment, closing the door, you see one of the neighbors a portly, balding man with a white tank top and cut-off jean shorts. He's exiting his own residence, and he's got a like a bag in his hand, probably the garbage. And he eyes the two of you. He makes a like a an odd an odd face as he watches you both leave her uh, her apartment. We should ask if he's if he's seen uh, Miss Garrison in a while. Excuse he's, me, sir. Uh, he's real actually quick, started, out of game. That's the name of her, right? Sarah Garrison or something? Yeah. Okay. He's actually Excuse starting me, to walk back in his apartment and he stops when you, oh, when one you call second, his name. Sir, one he's, second, sir. Looks at your your suits and shit. He's like, yeah, yeah. We're looking for Miss Sarah Garrison. We have some information about her children that she may want to, you know, hear. Hey, I, I don't know too much about it, Officer Garrison. Yeah. Have you seen her? Have you seen Officer in a while? Look, I don't like. We've tried talking. calling, but there's no phone. I, I don't like talking too much shit about her, her being a cop and all. And uh, last thing I, I want to do is uh, is cause any problem. I'm trying to get my life back together again right now. Is there uh, any way we could uh, maybe persuade you to, if you have any information, and I hold up a twenty? He looks both ways. Just takes it. <laughs> 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 kind of eyeballs it. 
fingers it. Look, I, I, I can't say that I, I seen her coming in at all hours of the night, odd hours. Uh, but I, I get the feeling she ain't here too often. You know, the, I know she might, might be. Oh, you know, it's hard to say. I know she's got some place uptown, uh, some place else she goes. I hear the super talking to her a couple of times, telling her she needs to clean that refuge out, that it smells like fucking shit. It's pretty bad in there. It, That's it why is we pretty want to bad. Talk to her. It's about so, her kids. He said if she don't like it, she can just stay full time in her fucking in her storage facility. She threatened to do it, but I, I don't think either one of them was true to their threats. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, sir. Last time you saw her. Oh, shit. What? Uh, last night, maybe? She came by last night briefly. Took a took a few things. I saw her walking out with a chair. Weirdest fucking shit I've ever seen. She she left about maybe eight o'clock at night. Not that I'm not that I'm spying on her or nothing like that. But uh, I don't know. I, I that's all I know. I don't talk to her too much. I don't think she liked me. Yeah, well, much appreciated. We actually know where her storage facility is. So we'll, we'll go stop by there. Thank you for your hey, help. If you could come back tomorrow and ask me some questions, I'm going to need to buy a fifth of whiskey. Hmm. I think that 20 should at least get you a few of them. So Maybe It will, we'll though, but, but I'm talking about tomorrow. We'll do our best, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, officers. What's your name, sir? Dudley. <laughs> Dudley. Dudley Gons. Yeah. Nice to meet you, sir. We'll be in contact. Keep calling me, sir. Goddamn <laughs> right. Have a good day, right. officers. <clears throat> you want to see me make this screwdriver disappear? <laughs> <laughs> you know the difference between jelly and jam, sir? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on to Home Depot. Okay, so you procure your universal set of keys. Yeah, I get a nice knife. Yeah, one of those Gerber specials in the bubble wrap. There yeah. we go. No, yeah. it's it's a husky. Oh no, actually, they do sell the Gerbers, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gerber, do. Gerber has fallen from grace. I heard Cold Steel is now behind bubble wrap at Walmart and shit now. No shit. Somebody bought that that company. Cold steel sold out, I guess. So that's too bad. We can count on the we can count on the quality going downhill, of course. All right, well that sucks. All right, so get a knife. Um, uh, what else do you think we could use? Flashlights. We have one already. Oh, that's right. We got to we got to leave it behind. We'll get a couple flashlights. Um, I'll pick up a knife too. Or Leatherman's, right? Say again. Leatherman's. A Leatherman's, absolute yeah, universal leather. tool. And then, of course, we forgot our Pepto-Bismol, so we'll get some of that. <laughs> okay. I think we're good to go. So you cash yourself out. You guys probably get out at about just under 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. Find yourself another cab, and you find yourself in front of the lock -em up storage facility. From street level, it's a four-level four facility completely dark at this point except for the um, surveillance lights to keep perpetrators away but it does say it's a 24-hour storage facility 
you see on the main floor there appears to be an office with a clerk on duty. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, go to the clerk, and I'll flash my ID. I need to see storage facility number 31. So you come into the office. These are always my favorite when he flashes shit. Yeah. And you Let see, me see this, your manager. I'm you Karen. see this thirty-something-year-old with a comb over, black hair, with a thin mustache, and he looks at you <clears throat> as you flash your badge, challenging your authority with his authority of being the clerk on duty. And he points to his name. He's a. You see that? Supervisor. Assistant Supervisor Cardwell. Sundance Cardwell. You see he's a white individual. And he looks at you and he looks at your billfold with your identification. <clears throat> you know, I know my Bill of Rights. And I'm trying to find out why it is that you think that you just suddenly should gain access to whatever it is you want. Can you explain that to me, federal agent? <clears throat> Wait one second. Each, do you think you could break his jaw before he screams? I, I think we could find that uh, able to be done. <laughs> All right, uh, how about you? With a know? 15, he hears you. That <laughs> he actually <laughs> pushes back a little. <laughs> and he, Damn. you see him fumbling for something. He's like, "I know my, I know my rights. I got the Bill of Rights memorized." And he pulls out this piece of paper, mm -hmm. and you see it is the Bill of Rights that he has handwritten. Now there's probably a few more Bill of Rights on this this piece of paper that he's all. You see, right here, thou shall not be manhandled by the law. Look here, MAGA. You're going to show <laughs> us where we want to go, or it's going to get very ugly i don't even know what you want officers this guy comes in here threatening it's agent and i'll walk up to him I, make an in they have an i have persuasion <laughs> intimidation do your persuasion persuasion okay it's uh 53. all oh, right on 52. 52. All right. <laughs> As he takes a step back, he actually drops his handwritten copy of his own Bill of Rights. He says, look, I don't, I don't mean to offend you, agents. It's a matter of national security, sir. Of course it is. I, you know, I was once an agent as well. You look like you have the mark of an agent. So you can sympathize with us that we can't be a little too, we can be a little too Kurt at times like this. You see Please him just help us out. Get a little bit of energy from that that bolsterous <laughs> uh, compliment and says, thank you. I, I know I may not look up undercover right now, agent. Uh, I, I would love to help out a fellow agent. You tell me what I can, what we can do together. My, my agent, my friend here has a location that we need to just check out for the safety of, of, of someone. He's a mean one. Can you tell me? I, I'd rather go with you, Agent Asian. 
Uh, we need to see storage facility number 31. Of course you do. Oh, he starts going through the keys. Brings out a key ring and starts thumbing through. He's like, you know what? Uh, you're going to put in a good word with your supervisors, right? Absolutely. Provided uh, you... Supervisor Caldwell, you can count on it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Let's, uh, let me show you to it. We'll get this handled right away. And he takes you over to one of those... Are you sure we're not in Florida? <laughs> those scaffolding <laughs> elevators that, you know, you close... And he takes you up to the third floor. Now, as you can tell from the outside, there appear to be... Uh... Shit, I forgot where it was at. There are 40 units, 10 per row. So he takes you up to the third row. You guys get off the scaffolding elevator and he goes right to the first one. And it's got a, a roll-up door and he unlocks it for you and he says, after you agents. Great. Can you open it, sir? Of course I can. And he we want to do this by the book. Reaches down and he, with very little effort, he rolls this, this door up all the way up to the top. And inside... Oh. You see that the uh, the interior is very dark. Well, we have our light, flashlights. You do. As you turn on your flashlight, you sweep it across. You see that there's a sleeping bag on the floor next to a metal bucket that just reeks of urine and other stuff. You see a lone chair. From memory, it matches the one from an apartment you just left. And occupying the center of the room sits a polished chunk of obsidian, which appears to be just over three feet tall. From your estimate, you probably guess it get, it weighs probably about 300 pounds or so, maybe a little bit more. And it seems to absorb the light from your flashlight as you fan <laughs> over it. Is there any overhead light we could turn on? Uh, there looks to be a switch on the side of the wall. All right. See how that goes. Flick it on, and all it does is illuminate exactly what I said you saw before. Only that large piece of, of obsidian-looking thing just seems to soak in the light that that hits it. Doesn't reflect anything. It's not even like a flat light. It's just like a dead light. So you're saying it absorbs light? It's not turning like it didn't kill my flashlight, did it? No. It just it. You know, usually even something that's kind of like a flat mat would give off like a like take a look at my flat yeah. you see how my my phone case you could see some reflective it's not you're not going to shave in it mm -hmm. but it doesn't even do that it's as black as the the outline of our logo okay There's nothing coming back off of it got it <clears throat> well, anything else in the room where are you guys going you want to... Oh, just flash it. I mean, how big is the, the storage facility? My guess is... The like facility's what? 20 feet by 15 feet. It's a big one. Anything yeah. else in there besides the sleeping bag, the bucket of piss, and the obsidian uh, thing? There's some clothes in the corner in the back. Uh, looks like some, some other wrappers and whatnot. I turn to Special Assistant Caldwell. <laughs> Have you seen the occupant of this particular storage facility in the last 24 hours? 
And as you do see that, as you turn to ask him that question, you see a woman behind him with a gun in her hand pull the trigger. (laughs) And you see his head explode like a fucking melon. And he crumples to the floor. And you see standing right behind him what could best be described as a woman, an African-American woman that looks like she has been ran through the ringer. And she sees both of you standing there and says, Get away from it. You stay the hell away from it. Okay. Um, I'd like to hit her with the bolt cutters, but I didn't specify that I was holding them. Well, where else would they be? I would imagine they're in your hand. Yeah. But she's probably about four or five feet away from you. No problem. Time to engage. And she says, haven't you bastards taken away enough from me? Well, should we try to talk to her or hit her outside a game? Well, I will. She just killed somebody. So I'm thinking she's not much in the mood to talk. Yeah. No, I'm thinking that we uh, take her down, subdue her, whatever. Like, I'm just going to go and. Enough talked. What are you going to do? Roll initiative, huh? Initiative. There's no initiative. Oh, cool. Then we kill her. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. We try to subdue her. Oh, Hit her in the head with the bolt cutters. No, no. You go by decks. Uh, I know. This is roundhouse time. Who's got the highest decks? I got an 11. Uh, probably minus not the 15. I have yeah, 10. Yeah, there we go. All right. What's her strength, by the way? <laughs> yeah. She's got a 19 strength. What? Uh, <laughs> she's part heel giant. Obsidian gave her a bonus. The frost giant. Yogg-Sothoth, praise the good. <laughs> All right, Ichimaru. Yes, sir. Immediately into action. What do you do against I Sarah Garrison, to, uh, who holds a five-shot bullpup revolver? One five shot or four heaven. now? Four now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will go to... Uh, well, I'd like to try to uh, attack slash grapple her. I, we okay. don't want to kill her. Uh, I, my kick or punch wouldn't kill her either, but I'd rather try to tangle her up, and hopefully I'm stronger than she is. And she's not as strong as a raptor. Well, it would be so a, a contested better. strength. So whatever your strength is times five. Do I need to try to? Uh, okay, so that would be seventy. Okay. So you you roll yours to make sure you could grab her, and then uh, actually we're gonna roll off against each other. What am I rolling for? Uh, Under seventy. <laughs> yeah, beat him. Yeah. I got fifty-one, and I got. 64, I fail. So you you wrap her up. Yeah. Lock up her arm with the, with the weapon and got yeah. her head back. So she's yeah. kind of bent back. Let go of me. You eating dogs. I grabbed the gun from her. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You pop the gun out of her hand because that was your next move. Now she's going to try to struggle to get free with a nine. What do I got to roll? You got to roll your strength as well. 52, made it again. 52, okay. And yours is closer to the limit, which means you still maintain it. Oh, okay, great. You see, and that's how it is, is like if there's two contesting rolls, whoever is closest 
to the threshold before failing would be the winner. Oh, that's without cool. going over. It's like playing twenty one. Think of okay. it like that. Yeah. I'll try to i I'll try to say uh you know Officer Garrison, we're here trying to protect your children and see if that does anything for her. To see if she's against them or if that helps uh snap you her see, out a little she bit. is totally out of it at this point she she's got a, a manic look to her in fact if you were to pass her on the street the first word that would come to your mind would be cancer yeah yeah she's, like on she's, society or just she looks ill she just looks ill her gum line look looks oh meth rotted <laughs> yeah um i wish i had a picture of this i thought i did but i just google faces of meth and show me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought I had it. I guess I don't, but I'll, I would send it to you. Just know that she looks like a freaking meth head. Um, I didn't get the last text that you sent, bro. Did uh, you send it to Sammy? Did I, Sammy? I didn't get any text. Oh, yeah, I did send it to you. Sorry, brothers. No problem. Well, I mean, I got the one about the writings of Yogg's no, no, and all. Yeah, that. that's the writing of Yogg's. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Okay, I just sent it out to you, Tom. Got it, bro. My bad. Oh, yeah, that was just to me. Thank you, brother. All right. <laughs> and, and and afterthought, Cosmo. <laughs> what a dick. Oh, I just got it again, so I have two now. How many do you have, Tony? I got it once. <laughs> can I take that text back from him? Um, well, you can, I'll trade you for a gold doubloon. Um, so uh, then I will say, uh, you know, something, well, not something to the effect, I will say, Yogg-Sothoth listens. What do, you know? what do you know about Yogg-Sothoth? He listens to he me. Here. He's not here. The key. The door. <sighs> you see her, her composure start dead. to crack. The dying. Tell me. There's a moment of confusion on her face. Oh my God. God damn. <laughs> I just saw that face you sent of her. Oh, yeah, no doubt. That's like, she got the Innsmouth look. Woo. Yeah. I just want my children back. They were important to me. They were my life. They got me closer to Yoxikov every night. At this point, you know she, she is completely fractured in the brain. Make a, a human int on that that, that would be uh, oh human int okay i can do that oh hell yeah 10 percent 27 zero my, uh, Z oh shit critical failure brother my human uh, int is a 50 so i made it 27 what do i get for a critical failure you are completely oblivious to what she's talking about in fact even even you talking about yasakoth even though you've dealt with the unnatural you're you're more concentrated on just holding this pose yeah. Odesso, okay. when she's ex she's saying how they were important to her to get in touch with yasagoth you realize that they were the tool that she was using nightly through her torture of her children to meet that end mm. So she's probably frazzled her brains. Like, I'm trying to figure out how how the connection is from her with this black obelisk thing to her kids in Florida. 
I don't know how we would speak with her about it without hearing just inane rambling. What, what are you, you doing do? with your children? The, and I'll just say the sweetness. I doubt she knows what that is, but. As you say sweetness, she actually oh. looks at you. What do you know about sweetness? We know everything. He's with your daughter. He's with your daughter, your son. You see that she's she's trying to break her grasp, but not away from you, but down to her knees. You know, like somebody wants wants to lock her up down there. (laughs) Okay, you you ease her down and she gets to her knees and she's still locked up. Please, I must get back to little cat. I must get back. I need her. She's my only way. How how can we how can we stop sweetness? You fools, you don't even know. I need to be let go. If I don't do it, it'll do it on its own. Please let me go before it's too late. Do what? telling you she tends to wiggle free again and fails I'm just mal- malnutrition has just taken a toll on her body okay do you uh, do you wish your children to live or die with a final look she she looks you in the eyes and then her head just cranes and she looks at the obsidian obelisk in the middle of the storage facility. And I'll see you next session. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate you. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.